0: Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you one bad mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, is a symptom of the coronavirus mind reading? I hope so. Biz is joined by her partner, Stefan, to talk about communication in the time of COVID. Plus, Biz might not be like other parents.
1: Woo!
2: So I'm doing, I'm okay. I'm getting obsessed with skincare and makeup right now because I was exposed to corona and now I have to, you know, telework until I can get tested. And it's just a whole mess, but you guys are keeping me sane. So hope you're doing well, Biz, and staying safe. I hope you're doing great, Teresa. And I hope everyone else out there is doing good. Bye.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for calling and wooing with me. Also, yeah, I feel like we should during the pandemic. Maybe we should identify time instead of by hours and minutes, by phases, (laughs) by phases and cycles of interests we have as people. The like makeup skincare one, guys, I only have to like see Hannah for the most part or like other parents for school related stuff. So I have always set that bar pretty low which is a good thing for me, I think. But I know that what I see in the image, I'm like, oh my God, I I must be like 80 years older. You know, like, oh, the lighting and the like, oh, I should really use some makeup. That would, maybe that would be a thing. Or I will say I've gotten very into the skincare since this because it makes a lot of sense and it feels like a self-care thing to invest a little in, <laughs> and also my skin's not gonna see the sun forever. So let's <laughs> see if we can turn back time. Um, but you're doing an amazing job. And uh, sorry you were exposed to the virus. I just that whole waiting for testing. It's just I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for wooing with me. You are doing an amazing job. Just like you are all doing an amazing job. And I have been having such a fun time with the woos that I think we should keep doing them. So from here on out, the hotline is open for not only genius, fails, and rants, but if you want to woo with me and do a little check-in, do it! And we will just keep playing them for eternity. (laughs) But I think that actually shifts us in well to what we're always doing nowadays during the pandemic and that is thanking essential workers and more. Woo! First off, essential workers. Every time I hear that I love it more. Let's put the importance on all the roles that just don't get seen. And so I just say thank you Thank you, thank you, medical workers. And I have said it before, it's not just the wonderful medical providers inside the hospital, but it's the data entry people. It's, you know, the people who are running labs and the people who are transferring patients and making sure that the hospitals and doctor's offices stay clean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all those who are working on treatments or vaccines for this. Thank you to the teachers. It's school time for a lot of people. And I just want to say I 100% support teachers and whatever they need to do to feel safe. This a weird weird time. I yeah, yes. I would like my children back in school for a number of reasons. <laughs> from from their well-being to my well-being. But I also need my teachers to be safe i need their well-being to play into this as well so i just want to say teachers i see you thank you for all you're doing in trying to adapt to virtual learning or just keeping it safe in the classrooms and special shout out this week to the postal service the lovely people who are delivering our mail under the most insane circumstances ever guys I love mail I still send a lot of mail let's go out and support the postal service by sending a shit ton of mail guys get out there mail a lot call your representatives and tell them to support the mail service because they're out there and they are essential workers and they are out every day making sure that all those skincare boxes get to us As well as birthday cards and I know, and bills, but yeah, we got to do things. All of it. Thank you. Thank you. And most important, they are going to be making it possible for us to have an election this year. So thank you. Let's keep our eyes open. Also, I haven't said recently to the lovely Teresa how much I miss you and how much I am thinking of you. And what an amazing job I know you are doing. And I see you. Now, how am I? Well, (laughs) I had one of those moments where I thought to myself, maybe I am not like other parents. Now, That should not come as a huge shock. I used to say that this show was not for everyone. It was for everyone else, right? Like, we're not, like most of us are just trying to do our best. We're not in heels. We're not Pinterest perfect. We are the ones to say, this is hard, or I'm celebrating no one pooping in the tub today. Okay. That is, that is who we are. And that is a good thing. So I'm on this like Zoom call. Actually, I was on it as a fundraiser for school board because all election positions are important not me I'm not running (laughs) but I know someone is running and I was supporting them in this like wine tasting zoom chit chat fundraiser and it's me and like 20 other parents and so we all go around and we're supposed to introduce ourselves and say our names how old our kids are and it was something embarrassing that might have happened during the pandemic so far. So I, I was definitely one of the last people to go. And they're going around. And outside of the one guy who was honest about having not been aware on a work call that his camera was on and he was just like laying in bed, falling asleep. <laughs> that clearly is one of my new friends, everybody else didn't come up with embarrassing moments. They instead came up with, they They were all saying things like, you know, it's been hard, you know, having to work from home, but I got to tell you, I have really been enjoying spending all this time, <laughs> I can't even get it out, time with my kids. And I, I just, just like one after the other said it, and I, it comes to me and I was like, I'm not... <laughs> Just to this stony face group. Eventually I just said, oh, my connection's bad. I gotta go. Click. Thanks for the wine. (laughs) I sat down and I thought, okay, look at how much I've grown. I'm not going to sit here and say they're the crazy ones. I'm going to try and think about why. They all seem to be having this experience. Now, one, I have a job that, is flexible and was easy to work from home. For the most part, I was around the children all the time anyway. (laughs) That's right. So I don't know what Stefan's experience is because he's just in this bedroom locked in all day. So technically, he's not spending more time with the children. But I've spent plenty of time with the children over the last 11 years. And so this, well, yes, there are moments where I feel like, oh, you know what? And I'm really, this is nice. Like, I, I do have those moments where I think this is nice. And wow, I can see how we're developing. And like, we're entering a really great, like, time with the kids. And like, everybody's doing great. And there are really, really nice times. It's not my top experience of the pandemic, though. (laughs) <laughs> like so but then I was like all right so why would it be somebody else's and I totally get that if you were always away and you wound up having to have childcare all the time after school programs and all of that while it is probably a tremendous shift to suddenly have to work from home you are also getting to see your kids a lot more and I And a lot of these people had slightly older kids, like young teens to teens. And I thought, yeah, if movies are correct, this is the time where teens start pulling away. And so if you're all together, it is like a nice opportunity to be with your kids. So I get it. I get it. And I... I just, it's just not my first instinct in a social situation to admit it. So there you go. But again, it's just a reminder we're all having different experiences, and all of those experiences are viable and relevant and not to discredit the other experience. It's sort of like the experience Stefan and I are having. We don't, we're all in the same house, but his experience is different than my experience. And It turns out communication is pretty important when you're all sheltering in place, which ties in nicely to what we're going to talk about today, which is communication in the time of COVID. coming to you from a cardboard box inside my bedroom is my partner, Stefan. Some of you may know him from previous shows or being the father of my children, or I don't know, what do you do?
1: I'm just here in the house all the time. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I I know him from being in the house. Being in the
1: house all the time. All
0: the time. Stefan is joining me today to talk about communication during the time of a pandemic. And that's going to go one of two ways. It's going to go really smoothly and insightfully, or we're going to discover that our communication is not any good, and you're going to get to listen to us (laughs) try to check in on our marriage. Yeah,
1: I mean, here's you mentioned that the theme was going to be communication, and a little red flag went up in my head, and I was going to be like... (laughs) Like, is this a trick? It's a trick! It's a really cool trick in which we get to talk about the things that I'm not communicating to
0: you. (laughs) It's a trap! So let's just start off with the most important question in any relationship. And I think this holds especially true during the pandemic if you are with your partner all the time and children, and uh, living space, and that is, can you read my mind?
1: 100% not.
0: Oh, see, I was excited here. What am I thinking,
1: what am I thinking right now? Uh, Ace of Spades.
0: No, I was thinking about Barry Manilow.
1: Oh. God! I'm never gonna get this right. No, no you aren't. Welcome
0: to One Bad Mother. Okay.
1: 12 years old.
0: (laughs) All right. So, for real, it's been over five months and we've talked before on the show about communication. One of your very first shows, you came on and we talked about sort of the early stages of marriage and holidays. Right. Yeah. And like, how do you communicate and what you imagine a holiday to be like and how to integrate that with each other. But now... We're in a pandemic, which isn't much of a holiday. Or it's
1: a really long oh, holiday. Oh, so really, so
0: really? We're like the Europeans now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to start by asking you: When you realized this was all going down and we were going to be here, did you have any like thoughts or moments of "Ha, huh, I wonder what this will be like," or should I, should we be anything? Did you? Did you? Did
1: I think about it at all? Yeah, I guess asking. that's what okay, I'm asking. Okay, yeah,
0: good. I have a did, go right did, to did that.
1: Really, just did, yeah, did anything even occurred to you? <laughs> I, I think. Well, all right. I did, okay. So, I erroneously, I think in the beginning, especially when it wasn't clear how long was it was going to go for, was basically assuming that I was going to translate being at work to being at work at home, and that <laughs> I would just go to work. I'm making little finger yeah, quotes here. Yeah, he's
0: making the finger quotes.
1: My finger quotes about go to work, and then I disappear into the bedroom, and then I come out when work is over. And very quickly, it was a little like, that's not going to be enough in the communication department, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> or no. the taking care of each other department, mm. or any of it. Yeah. And so, you know, I was have remained extremely lucky that I have had work to do, and I've continued to be able to work, for work from home. But I think we've had to sort of sort of monitor and check in and alter how that actually works yeah, continually no. during this entire time. Yeah,
0: I think that's the big one, is it's a continuous check-in. I think for me, too, it was, this is not going to be forever. Like, not at the very beginning. I mean, okay, that's I not mean, true. At the very beginning, forever. I was like, we're not going back to school. Right. But, you know, before summer. But... I don't think I had thought about how long we would be working in the same space for such an extended period of time. Like that, yeah. I think my focus was more I'm going to have children around me all the time, yeah. not so much Stefan around all the time.
1: Right. And yet it actually does feel like me actually being in the house is worse than if I weren't here.
0: This was always true for us when because you used to do a lot of freelance when we had Katie Bell and even for a little while with Ellis, you were like in and out of working from home. And that was different than now, I feel like, but there were lots of times where like, I just flat out said, I can't, Can't I can't have you you here. Yeah. I can't see you. If I see you, I'm going to ask you for help. And, you know, I don't, like back then, because of young children, it was really easy to get resentful just watching you come out for like a coffee. Right. Like right. that used oh, to I'm just
1: emerging forward yeah. to go to the coffee shop. That's right. I don't have
0: to do anything. Yeah. I can just
1: go to the bathroom whenever. Whenever I want to. That's exactly. right.
0: That said, I feel like this time, while there are a lot of similarities to a newborn forest, all of us being home during the pandemic has felt different. It has not felt like it did with yeah. a baby and I don't know if that's just because I had a lot of therapy <laughs> or the children are older or that we're communicating better.
1: Better and di- and and differently. And well, differently. I, I I think a big part of that is that they're not babies, right? Yeah. I think like uh, it turns turns out we like children.
0: Yeah, not babies. <laughs> we, not babies. We're not out, baby people. No,
1: but we, we love children. children. Yeah, children, children are, are great. great. Oh yeah, um, I think we you know I think we've gotten better at communicating with the children too. Mm. Uh, I think we are very eager to impose a sort of this structured family meeting time in, yeah. in the be- beginning of this thing it was like and we're going to try to learn, replicate some of what school kind of was doing and so we're like hey we're going to talk about the weather and what's going to happen today and all the things yeah and it's devolved into now what is internally like it's it's kind of a a bit of a circus the way we do family meeting now so
0: every every morning so, you guys can just pretend so you're in our house. It used to be with school, would be like, all right, let's have a family meeting. Uh, what's everybody got on their schedules today? Let's make a schedule for Ellis. What's your schedule going to be like, Stefan? So, I know when I can rely on you and like, blah, blah, blah. And if I have anything I need to do. Very
1: formal. It very was very
0: formal. formal. Now, and then we played a game. And we played a game. And then like to talk old about a bonding. thing. Bonding. Oh, yeah. Now it's become. It's It's family family meeting meeting time. time. It's It's family family meeting meeting time. time. And then when everybody comes in, you... Announcements, announcements! Announcements! Who's got an announcement, announcement? Announcement! Announcement! Does Katie Bell have an announcement? And then Man. Katie
1: Bell is like, ugh, oh, I kind of do, and she yeah. raises her hand and barely tolerates this family. Yeah, she,
0: yeah, Katie Bell barely tolerates this family right now, which is fine. Ellis usually has no announcement other than... I love
1: Mama so
0: much! <laughs> yep, that's, I just
1: want to be on Mama.
0: Yep. Or I'd like to win. Can I play Mario? Right. Stefan will then chime in. Stefan, uh, do you have an announcement?
1: I've been working on some cool jokes recently.
0: Yeah, that's, he just comes in with like jokes, and I'm like, this is so no, cool. Nobody, nobody, li- nobody
1: likes them. The family it, meeting oh, exactly. really fast. It's definitely like a, it, a, yeah, I'm using it to poke a little bit. Yeah,
0: you, you are using
1: it to poke. I am using yeah, it to poke. Yeah, yeah. There are like, lots of
0: things we discover when we're all together all the time, and Stefan likes to poke.
1: Sometimes I do, I do, you know,
0: you like to poke until somebody pokes you, and then you're like,
1: well, now I don't I'm gr- like being popped. Now I'm grumpy about it. I <laughs> can't believe this dynamic has backfired in any way.
0: Like I said, we're just going to talk about our marriage publicly. But yes, I do think in terms of family communication, that actually has helped a lot because, I mean, even if right after the family meeting, it goes right into TV and like video games all day. It's not.
1: All day most, most, of most of the day yeah, oh, you
0: know. I would say that like it's it actually is something everybody participates in. It does let us know what's going on, which helps alleviate the stress of, oh, I forgot you had a thing, or like and for me, it helps me a lot when you actually share like what your schedule is, so if I know that you're on calls from nine o'clock until lunch, I know. To, that that you're out, that you're off. But if you're like, I've got some holes during right. the day and you no longer say, I've got holes, but I have to do all, like, like, so like, don't even ask me during the holes. Like now I think we've communicated enough that it's like too bad if I need you during those or if I need to take you a to walk.
1: step into those holes.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to step in them and track my dirty shoes all, all through already, them, yeah, right. Same. But like, it does help us, No, because even though it's different than the first time, we've had to speak a couple of times. I think one of the first communication things that we had to land on was like, you were baking and that was great, but it, it was just that like you could walk out of work. And start baking. And yes, it was for the family and it was really nice. But really we all... it
1: was for me. But it was for you. It was for me. And there happened to be some side benefits for other people.
0: Yeah, but none of those side benefits were like watching children or engaging no. with them.
1: And so Well and, and it's also like it's confusing also how different it is with the kids are with me than they are with you. Yeah. Right? Like I, I could yeah. I could probably like go out and bake, and I'll also be like, well, I'm not going to bother him. I'm going to play Magnetals or something. Yeah. If you're out there baking, then it's like, Mama, let's do something. Let's do something. Yeah. Let's it's do a something. constant and interruption. It's, to- it's totally different, and that can feel super unfair, even though I'm not doing yeah. anything, yeah. right? Where it's completely <laughs> just like, yeah. like that's just a resentment machine. Oh yeah. That that feed my dollars right into that. Right, but
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: so, oh, who bought this resentment? Who bought resentment-
0: this resentment machine, Get Stephen, How Times have I said, just check before you order things. It was really okay? cheap. After the job on the hut barge, I've been really clear about it. I it was—I bet it was cheap. But you're right. I think, I think, communicating that awareness and being more aware of it helps with the communication because then it's not just you're out. It's you're out. You recognize that's not the same thing as me being gone. Right. right and i think it allows for us to fine tune that when we're in those situations that said it was less about resentment that you were baking or whatever it is yeah. it was just that like i i had begun to feel very invisible as the parent, like, wait a second, why am I suddenly all in charge? Why does my work have to suffer? Why right. does my, like... Right, because
1: your work is continued just as any, anybody, everybody else's have. Right. right, just so, because yeah. it's,
0: you know, not something I have to do from an office doesn't make it, like, less important. And I just remember having those moments of, like, did your work even acknowledge that you have kids or that you would maybe have to tweak what you're doing to, you know, no. Right. So it... It definitely was something that then falls to us and anybody in a partnered relationship to have to start to pick through. So I'll I'll ask this, because I've worked really, I've tried to work hard on how to communicate best. Yes. Is there something that like, if you were like, well, this is how Biz and I communicate, you know, like, and this is what works, and this is what doesn't work, or right? Like, well,
1: well here's here's what I think it has forced us to do, because previously we've had these, I had a lot of sort of communication where it's you will sit on something, yeah. sit on something, something, and now it's a giant problem, and out it just goes, Bleh! Yeah. and then I have to be like, oh, oh, okay, and it doesn't feel like anything that I say then can fix anything because it's so gigantic and sure. like a mess of like resentment, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, I need
0: another dollar, Mom. I've got to put right. some more into the resentment machine.
1: But what I think this is forced to do is is say things earlier. Hmm. Like, I actually really appreciated you came out and we were like, hey, I feel like I'm doing all the housework in this house. Yeah. All the time. So can we figure that out? And you, I think you said it, you caught it before it was a horrible thing it was, it was just, just
0: a, a bad thing right, it, it hadn't it gotten to like hadn't horrible got, it hadn't
1: gotten to like where it was mixed up in all these yeah. other feelings of like and this is really this is i feel resentful about this and this and this and this yeah it was all right this is actually now something that we can actually wrap our hands around and i've been trying to be better about it and staying more on time i know <laughs> it, it, like look like, i you know
0: look i know and it, it's
1: but I don't know. At least, least I wash the, uh, the, uh, the, the bath mats. Yes, more, that often. is a big plus. The <laughs> so,
0: bath mats so, so, are so, clean. So
1: there's that. Uh, but we're working on not having gross sinks.
0: Yeah, we're working on not having gross sinks. But as trivial as that sounds, but it I, does. it is important mm-hmm. because it means that my time is not, like, as the one who has wound up having to be the primary during this that shouldn't mean that I am then devoid of any time and have to take on all jobs. Right. Right. Like, and, you know, I think for us in particular, you know, it's that the problem that, that recurs that we have to communicate on a lot is remembering the things we've already talked about, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and and something that's I think plays into that is yeah. that you and I have really, really different brains. Oh like, yeah, this yeah, just you, in, guys. Yeah, Devin and, and I, I, not Capricorn,
0: Cancer,
1: because that's what determines <laughs> it. Um, no, but like, like I, I have. I usually have like one track that I'm thinking about and while I'm thinking about that track there's no other tracks that are happening right I know I have a very linear brain and then like so I I don't have like a multi threaded thing at all you on the other hand usually have about six narratives going at any given time (laughs) there's squirrels in there (laughs) Uh, but like uh, right and and which is which makes you very good at certain things but it also makes it so that we are not always thinking about the same stuff so I'll be thinking about when I'm working at work yeah you're thinking about work that's what I'm doing. Right? right. And and I I can't also be like, and then I also have to do X, Y, and Z. Right. I have to make a lot of lists in order to sort of like hack that portion of my brain and sort of like keep me keep me on track. Like so like that's helpful for me. But you and I think about things in very sort of different ways. And if it's not right in front of me then I'm usually not thinking about it.
0: Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Which is Yeah oh I know. No, so I'm but just I but, yeah. no,
1: but I see <laughs> how frustrating that would be because you're like I've already thought of these things. Why aren't you also thinking about them? i yeah, I'm just not unless it's right in front of uh,
0: Yes, yes, haha, Biz and Stefan.
1: These are, there's <laughs> <laughs> some Biz hilarious is differences. Penis. Yeah, between Biz's
0: and <laughs> between business
1: and Stefan's,
0: between business and Stefan's. No, but I think the thing, if somebody were to ask me, how are you getting through it? <laughs> I would have to say it's because we still like each other. And, I know. Yeah. And and the humor helps a lot until I'm until, crying. It,
1: until it's yeah. like offensive. And until that, it's that offensive. I'm jokes.
0: yeah, until it's not funny anymore. No. But I think that helps with communication. Like I I'd like to think that, you know, mind reading aside, that's like one of those things we had to get rid of right away. There was no and it's not mind reading, it's just that. Why aren't you thinking about it the same way? I'm thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Anything we could improve on?
1: God, I don't know. That's incredibly difficult. I wasn't thinking about it. (laughs) God damn it!
0: One Bad Mother is supported in part by BookNix, a teacher facilitated interactive subscription box and online book club for middle grade readers. I cannot tell you how excited Katie Bell was to get her first BookNix box. And we open it and it turned out to be one of her favorite books, The Girl Who Drank the Moon. And even though she'd already read it, she picked it up, was reading it again, and it came with this beautiful welcome letter, how to start getting prompts through email and origami paper and a note saying that at the end of this particular book club, they would be doing a origami project which ties into the book. A curated selection of books for different reading and developmental levels is offered every month along with big idea questions, weekly emailed reading guides, and monthly activities that correspond with the theme of the book to help readers engage more deeply with the material. And at the end of the month, children can participate in an interactive teacher-led virtual book club with teachers and other students from around the country. Get 20% off your first month at booknix.com when you use the promo code BAD20 at booknix.com wow oh my god oh my god i saw what you did oh my god i'm paying attention wow you mom are a genius oh my god that's fucking genius
1: okay so yeah all right so so actually i'm i'm, I'm pretty excited about this so for a long time Biz and I would share the reading duties with Ellis. We'd sort of go back and forth. It would be sort of like, right, she would do a book. I would do a book, that sort of a thing. But for the past maybe year yeah. or so, it's nobody's been good enough. And so it's only been mama, 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 do the books. And I've been sort of uh, yeah. kind of just... You know, a little bit like a little sad about it because I like reading to Ellis and uh, and especially like since I read Swedish books to him, like that just has fallen out of the picture. And during the day, he has zero interest usually in like having any sort of book read at all. But one night, like about maybe like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was like, "Hey, how about a bonus book?" He was like, oh, "Bonus book," and it sounded like he was going to get more than he used to. And so we we brushed teeth and then we went in and we did a bonus book and he was really excited about it. And now uh, it's gotten reincorporated back into the routine. I get to read a book and then mama gets to read a book. But it's been really nice because I've actually been able to like, especially since he's reading now, he actually is also sounding out some Swedish words and we get to work on that. And so that's really fun. And right now we're working on a book about a squirrel who can talk. And that squirrel is super rude.
0: Oh, rude squirrel. Rude squirrel. That actually, you are doing a very good job. and I am so glad Uh. you get to read to Ellis again. And... The added genius is that it's giving me like an extra 10 minutes because you usually do like, you know, bath and toothbrushing with him before I go in. And now I have like a little bit of extra time to sit in my room quietly.
1: It's so nice.
0: It is nice. Good job. Thank you. All right. So, one of Stefan's very good friends was having a birthday. And on Stefan's birthday, I had suggested that he go to his very good friend's house because Stefan at that point in July had not seen another adult like in person and I was like you should do that that helps you and his friend had gotten him a cake and like was very good about social distancing it was a really nice time I so much hand
1: sanitizer it was
0: so nice and I said you know what for his birthday you know do you want to do something with him again and Stefan was like you know, you've got, he's got this movie theater system set up in our super shitty garage. <laughs> and he was like, I could move the chairs around and move it around so that we're socially distanced. And yeah, I'd like to have him over. And I said, Okay, would you like me to make him some cupcakes? Yes. And I said, What kind of cupcakes? And you said,
1: Well, he, he likes bacon a lot.
0: So, guys, I made some salty caramel bacon cupcakes
1: they're really good
0: and for half of them were just plain so the children could have some but the other ones you like mixed in a little bacon fat into the mix before you cook it and then you and then i crumbled uh the top with crumbled bacon bits that, like real bacon, uh, not well, like
1: not bacon bits. Not
0: bacon bits.
1: Bacon. I mean, but if you like bacon bits, it's fine. That's great.
0: No, you could that you can use that. It's just we had some bacon. So yeah. that's what I did. Anyway, I made them and not only did they look pretty they were delicious. <laughs> Enjoy your heart attack. <laughs> Happy birthday. Hi one bad mother.
3: This is a genius. A giant genius, really. I am a, a woman in my household, and um, I have always been kind of handy. And you know what? I decided to install our new dishwasher, which is a genius in itself. Cause we got a dishwasher after not having had one ever. And you know what? I did it. I installed a dishwasher. While caring for a nine-month-old and a four-year-old. And you know what? I haven't tried it yet, so this might be a fail. But it looks great, and it will wash dishes. And I showed my daughter that women can do things, and she was really impressed with her mama. And I'm really impressed with me. And we're all doing a great job, and I feel like I'm doing a great job.
0: Love the show. Thank you. Bye. Oh, my God!
3: Wow. You,
0: madam, are a genius. Let me tell you, I myself, being handy with the tools, definitely feel like a leveled-up sense of satisfaction when I do some sort of, like, major project with babies and young children in tow. I have... It
1: becomes, like, a plus three in difficulty.
0: Yeah, it does. It becomes a plus three in difficulty and, like... It is a. Ama- it's like a higher high than surviving that first flight with a baby. Like it's so good. I mean, you just want to call everybody in. You want to come look what I did. I did this thing.
1: And they're like, it's a dishwasher. And they're
0: like, great. What's happening? What I.
1: <laughs> but dishwasher is major, man.
0: Oh, dishwasher is major. You're doing such a good job, and both of those children know it. Failures.
3: Fail. Fail.
0: Fail. You suck. Fail me, Stefan.
1: Always.
0: Always <laughs> just continue <laughs> to fail me. <laughs> what have you done oh, this time? Wh- this
1: time. <laughs> okay, so, so this is this is this is a little bit of a multi-parter, but I'm going to yeah. start at the beginning. So, you had fallen asleep Ooh. uh with a with a puzzle tray on your bed. Yeah. And so I was like, all right. But I couldn't find the rest of the puzzle caddy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to move this puzzle, this puzzle tray, over to the dining room table. And because I know the cats like to eat puzzle pieces or drag them around the house, I can put this big blanket over the puzzles. Mm-hmm. And so I was, so that was all fine. Next morning, we come out. We have breakfast. And cats, of course, are like, oh, have you put a blanket on the table? We're going to sit on this blanket. <laughs> and so then we... For, through uh, some series of jokes we got around to that this now was a butt puzzle because the cats had put their butts on this puzzle and ellis was like butt puzzle and (laughs) and just uh, like was super excited about just shouting out the word butt puzzle puzzle. and exactly like that was just shouting out butt puzzle which is very funny it is but then he was like all right what i need to do as as a surprise for mama, we're gonna make a butt puzzle. I was oh, like yeah. I was like, okay. He's like, We need paper and cardboard. I will draw the butt. And so then he immediately like drew a picture of a butt. Now this butt, it looks like a circle with just a line straight down the middle. And he's Close like, enough. And he was like, Great, here's the butt for the butt puzzle. I was like, wait, no, hold on. I gotta put more stuff on him. I was like, What more stuff are you gonna put on it? And he's like, I'm gonna, no. I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna draw a whole bunch of around it. He didn't use the word... <laughs> he did
0: not he say, say He did terns. not say the word turns. My angel didn't say turds. No,
1: but he did use the word which, which is in Swedish means, means poop sausage. So he drew a series of poop sausages mm. in a circle around the butt and then we did attach it to cardboard and we cut it out and we made Biz solve the butt puzzle. <laughs> Mm. I, essentially, the fail is that we are no longer suitable for society. Yeah. We have begun feral in our isolation. Socially, socially so, so, so Socially it, feral. The fail
0: is just that, like, once we go back into the world of interacting with other people, our children may have forgotten, like, the like, boundaries. Mourns. Boundaries of a decent society and when asked what did you do during the pandemic they might say
1: we went down the butt
0: puzzle right yeah Yeah.
1: went down the butt puzzle rabbit hole
0: yeah butt puzzle rabbit hole see Stefan and I like children not babies oh yeah anyway well you are doing a horrible job I know I'm so sorry
1: I'm so sorry oh
0: they'll never be president now that's okay
1: president butt puzzle (laughs)
0: more butt puzzles for all americans okay this has been a fail in the past but it's the middle end of summer and i've talked about it on the show katie bell has whatever the very special blood type is that mosquitoes like Love. love like love if she and i were standing on the porch together for five minutes and then came inside she'd have 10 to 15 bites on her and I would have none and she then scratches them and then they turn into sores and then like every year I think I've ruined her life. She's going to have, like, scars all over her legs. She's going to, like, have... She's. You know, I become, like, a southern mom. She's going to be ostracized. But the pageant... She'll never... The pageant, right? She'll never rush a sorority. Guys, don't worry. And...
1: She'll join a sorority. She'll
0: join a sorority. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. worry.
1: <laughs> Greek material.
0: Well, maybe she'll be like uh, all the rest of us and drop out of one. Anyway... So they' they're really bad right now, and like they're even she's even getting them on her arms and her neck and her chest, and I just feel horrible, and there really is no way to solve the problem. I mean, I did get the good stuff, I got the like date, and you know, but she's 11. I can't like chase her around. you know, she's got to also put it on, and I, it just there's only so much you can do, and it's not enough for my mental state.
1: I kind of just wish you were doing a better job.
0: I wish I was doing a better job. If I could, I would blow that yard up with pesticide. But that's not the right thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Anymore. (laughs) Because of living things. Hey guys,
2: I'm calling with a fail that I'm still dealing with. Um, My kids just recently went back to daycare because my husband and I are both essential workers and but one of the the things that we have done when we pick them up um because it's fun and we have nothing else to do and because it gets them kind of clean from daycare is we come in the door and change immediately into swim clothes and go outside to do like water play stuff um and our washing machine is right by the door that we come in through the garage so they come in and they just get naked and put their clothes in the washing machine and then I get them dressed and it's all it it works pretty well but yesterday I had been told that my one of my kids had an appointment at school and I didn't I it, like it I don't know it went in my brain and then I forgot and so we come in the door and he takes off his clothes puts them in the wash and apparently opened his bag from school and put those in the wash and it all got buried under other stuff that we just throw in the washing machine throughout the day. And I just got up early to do laundry and get it started before work. And uh, I just went to put the wash the laundry into the dryer. And I opened it up, and it smells like shit <laughs> because he had a poop accident yesterday. And so there were poop clothes in there. And now all of our clothes smell like shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what to do with this. If it was just his clothes, I would probably just, I don't know, throw them out. I probably would have washed them separately. But I, uh, I don't know. I let my son put his turd in the laundry. And now we're just going to be a family that smells like poop for a while because I don't know, I don't know what to do. I guess I'll go do some Googling. All right. Thanks for the show,
1: guys. Bye. Woo! Of that is remarkable. Oh wait, so so it doesn't just wash out the poop? Not, not
0: like a okay. like. Isn't like right. just a full let me, on? Let me tell you, if, if it's on? it depends on the style of accident, and no one who listens to the show really wants us to talk in great detail about sure? this. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. I will give a special shout out to Marnie Zalbin, a longtime friend, and when she and I both had our first kids. I remember being like, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm supposed to do whenever Katie Bell has an accident and there's poop all over the clothes. And she goes, Oh, I just go to the toilet and like shake it out, like rinse it out in the toilet. And I was like, that is genius. Like, like, I'm like, I don't... Because I was like, I don't want to put it in the tub and wash it off. And I don't want to put it in the sink and wash it off. Oh, my God. You put it where the poop goes. Where the poop goes. That's right. And so (laughs) I'm listening to you. And I'm like, I get it. Like, there's a certain level of soiling that is too much for a washing machine to hold. Think of, like, when a sticker goes into the wash. Or, like, a, a piece of paper. You're doing horrible job despite for despite everything that happened up until the poop in the washing machine because all that prior stuff was gold that was some genius genius stuff that I love but let's just discount it and just actually we should just forget about how great you were doing and only focus on how horrible uh person like i'm just like a person in the world you are yeah i'm so sorry
1: mm. you are the greatest mom i've ever known
3: Because everything's a disaster, but it's slightly less of a disaster every Friday right here on MaximumFun.org as we bring you Sawbones, and marital doer of misguided medicine. And remember, don't drill a hole in your head. We are so thrilled at your interest in attending Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy. Wiggenstaff's beautiful campus boasts state-of-the-art facilities and instructors with real-world experience. We are also proud to say that our alumni have gone on to be professional heroes and villains in the most renowned kingdoms in the world. But of course, you are not applying to the main school, are you? You're applying for our sidekick and henchperson annex. You will still benefit from the school's amazing campus, and you'll have a lifetime of steady employment. Of course, there's no guarantee how long that lifetime will be.
2: Join the McElroys as they return to Dungeons & Dragons with The Adventure Zone Graduation every other Thursday on Maximum Fun or wherever podcasts are found.
0: Well, that was nice of Stefan to join in with me here on the show. He's actually doing a really remarkable job, and there's no one else I would like to be going through this with. But now it is time to move on to our most important guest every week, and that is a mom having a breakdown.
3: Okay, Liz. I know you're the one listening to these. <sighs> okay, my rant epiphany has turned into a bigger rant because I was trying to leave a rant epiphany, and I said to my family, I just need to be right back for a minute, and I came upstairs to take care of myself and call this hotline and leave a voicemail, and halfway through it, I get interrupted with the family. <sighs> Just two minutes. That's all I needed. Just two minutes. (laughs) Anyway, the point of what I was trying to... Oh, my God, my toddler's at the door. Like, I I don't even get 45 (laughs) seconds. (gasps) This has just turned into a whole different rant. But this is going to make me lose my mind. Oh, my God, you guys. Uh, This Everyone's going to be insane. Everyone's going to be insane.
0: <laughs> oh, what the fuck? I, oh, I love you so much. The like, I feel like maybe I, I. This, I'm beginning to feel a new T-shirt that just says two minutes. <laughs> I just want two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just suddenly turned into like a horror film. Oh my god, my toddler's at the door. I was... like <laughs> Can Mommy come out to play? Oh, yeah, no. I can safely say I relate. I mean, like, this is such a perfect call of parenting like chaos. Like, I it, like. There's no real beginning, middle, or end to this call. <laughs> it's just, it's just like opening the curtain into a little slice of life for so many, so many. That there's nothing like worse than the feeling of can I not even get two minutes? And like sometimes, I think, I like, think even now, eleven years in. I'll think, that's, it's just so silly. I can obviously have two minutes. I can obviously, (laughs) that's, uh, maybe I am being overly dramatic. And then I realize I'm not, and that the real fantasy was thinking that I wouldn't be interrupted every two minutes. And it's like, what Stefan and I were just talking about? In every house, there's a different dynamic and relationship. If you are in a two-parent household, there is always going to be one who the kids, like, forever interrupt and one who they interrupt less and for the one who gets interrupted more it can be infuriating when one of those kids like I am hearing you you're in the bathroom you're hiding you've clearly made the announcement all I need is two minutes and yet your partner has let one of them go (laughs) they've allowed one to make their way to you interrupt you, like, which just becomes this, like, extra layer of, like, I, not only can I not have two minutes, but, like, can't you give me two minutes? It is, it is, that is, like, a real place, and the pandemic is doing none of us any favors when it comes to, like, trying to set up anything that even resembles routine time alone you know like for all for all the efforts Stefan and i are making we're still we're still struggling with this or i'm still not getting routine like there's still i cannot like commit to an exercise schedule or a walk schedule or banjo practice or like anything consistently at a consistent time and you know a I don't you know I don't know how to fix it and those two minutes become so important to all of us and I think you're doing a really remarkable remarkable job you really are thank you for yelling into the void for all of us can't I even have two minutes this is I think this might be the year we might be shifting from a sack of bananas to can't I just have two minutes? But this is the year of can't I have just two minutes? It's like, the, it's like the Chinese zodiac. It's the year of the rat. It's the year of the sack of bananas and the year of can't I just have two minutes? I smell a calendar coming up. Anyway, you're doing a remarkable job. What did we learn today, guys? Uh, what well, You know what? We really did learn. You got to advocate for yourself. And you have to, you know, unless you actually married a jerk, you probably didn't. And pandemic life is incredibly stressful and hard for everybody involved. And what worked as, communication before this may not work now. And so you have to, uh, it's so much work. You have to keep like revisiting how to communicate with your partner, how to communicate with your kids and how to make sure that part of that communication is being respectful to what you need and to what they need. Okay, it, it, you know, and, and Stefan's right. It's, it is better to do it sooner rather than when you're at the boiling point. And that's something I've had to work really, really hard on. Cause I think I just kept always thinking he'd eventually think of it, not read my mind, but like if I'm thinking about it all the time, obviously, (laughs) who could miss it? and so i had to really learn that that we did we did think differently and so you know eh, we all have to do a little work and I try to remember that you know it doesn't have to be awful work that said we're also all trapped inside a house man with everybody and some are having to go out which is stressful and some are having to work away from home because they're essential and some of us have to work from home and that's difficult, and nothing's gotten any clearer about childcare or school. So, some days, maybe the best communication is just getting up, doing it, and going to bed, still liking each other. That can also be a win, guys. <laughs> Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job. You really are. The one thing we all know right now is that there are no easy choices and i don't know about you but like every week i think maybe my choices are going to get better <laughs> and then they don't like they they don't they don't get worse either but they just don't change the choices are still really hard there are no new options coming in and that's that's frustrating so you're all doing remarkable having to Exist in a time that is so unpredictable, unsettling, not normal, scary, dangerous at times, you know, it's weird. It's weird. And you're all doing it. And look, you don't have to say that you love being with your family every minute of the day. That doesn't cancel out that you might be having some really nice moments with your kids. And it's okay to say you're also having some really nice moments with your kids. You're remarkable. I see you. We're going to continue to get through this. Let's go out and be kind and patient and really try to see each other. And I will... Talk to you guys next week. Bye. I got
3: to, down I got to, down got to down low down Mama Blues. I gotta low down Mama Blues. Gotta slow down Mama Blue. Low down Mama Blues. Gotta low down Mama Blues. Gotta low down Mama Blues. Know that right.
0: One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of
2: podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate.
3: Well, Daddy, baby, and down Mama's Oh, said Daddy, baby, busted by, down Mama's yeah.
2: Maximumfun.org.
1: Comedy and culture.
2: Artist owned, audience supported.